Hey, everybody, and welcome to the That's So Funny podcast. So we had a really fun one this time around. Uh, my boy Ryan here, uh, we talked about the state of the union of streaming and Twitch and just everything that's going on right now. Thanks to just online streaming of whether it's games, IRL, that kind of thing like that. Uh, we had a pretty good one, right, Ryan? I, I really like this one. Um, yeah. I mean, I like the other one, too, but uh, this one was really fun. We, we, we had a great conversation about Twitch and other platforms and hopefully what the future looks like for Twitch. So I really enjoyed our conversation. I hope, I hope everyone else enjoys it too. Yeah. We hit a, well, on a lot of different stuff. Like you said, the future, what things kind of look like. We even talked about a little bit about all this craziness that's happened with just the me too movement within streaming culture. We talked about a little bit about the Twitch safety council and just kind of what it is like with all these strange platforms closing, popping up. Yes. So either way, Hope you guys really enjoy the podcast. Check it out. So, I mean, we've definitely been in like one of the weirdest, I mean, years in general, but I, I don't, I don't really know that we need to talk about everything that's going on this year. Cause I think that in streaming culture and I guess like this, the state of the union of just like Twitch and all these other platforms that seem to be like streaming. I think that we've left ourselves with a lot of random things to talk about today. Yes. Yeah. But I mean, the biggest thing, I guess the, the, the kind of like leading tone of everything is like a few weeks ago. It almost feels like it was like way, way back. It feels ancient history. Yeah. Yeah. But the fact that mixer shut down and how there's all these like shut down out of nowhere. No, out of nowhere, I have, I have some suspicions about it that I've I've read and I've seen videos on, uh, which we can totally get into. But it, it kind of it bears a lot of questions about the future of Twitch, just with all these different platforms that started to come up. But then also uh, just with what some streamers have been faced with about the choice of where to go now that Mixer seems to be shut down. Um, but I don't know, man. I. Mixer shutting down for one, uh, it's, it's got, it's got me asking a lot of questions about what is the, the lifespan of, of streaming before it turns into something else. And I don't know. I mean, I mean, what are you thinking about all this? So you, you mentioned a couple things. Um, yeah. one, I want to touch on the second one first. You mentioned, what is it going to become? Sure. Twitch has already gone through an evolution and we talked about this in the last episode. I've been streaming on Twitch a little bit longer than you have. Yeah, Twitch has gone through a big evolution since I started streaming because they they uh, integrated the a lot more categories. IRL or or what's called just chatting now just used to chatting, be called yeah. IRL, and yeah. that didn't come out until about I want to say it was sometime in 2016 or 2017. You guys can look that up and verify, but it came out pretty early on in when when I started streaming, and it was it was nuts, dude. I mean, it was <laughs> the wild west of Twitch at that time. Sure. And you can still, I, I really think so. Like one of the, I don't know how they algorithmed me to death on YouTube, but somehow just because I, I look at stuff with streamers all the time, there's like a channel on there that's like biggest Twitch fails or whatever. Yeah. And they tend to be pulling content from when IRL became a thing and people like lost their gourd and started like hooking up GoPros to their, their mm -hmm. phones and streaming. I don't know how they do that with like maybe an RTMP server or something crazy. Oh, like they, that. Uh, yeah. I know when, so one way I know it happened, I know when a Pokemon Go came out, a guy literally had a backpack with a laptop in it, <laughs> literally yeah. just walking around with a GoPro on his chest, um, watching, but you know, like looking at his phone and he was just catching Pokemon, you know, and that, yeah. and it had like, it, dude, it was nuts when it first came out. But oh, yeah. when IRL first came out, man, people were doing all crazy types of stuff. I mean, it was people were just doing, you know, watch me sleep. And it was it well, was still do that. Well, they still it. they can they can't do it now in a category. They have to be streaming to no category because oh, Twitch really? Twitch cracked down on it because it's it's not technically content. Um, it's okay. it's it's yeah, it's you have to you have to stream to no, no to no category to be able to sleep on stream or else you can you'll, you'll get banned. Um, Very cool. Good to know. I'll but sure back then it, it wasn't like that. Stream. You could you could people were getting like crazy views for sleeping on stream. I mean, and it was, it was just anything you can think of was on IRL and sure. it was a lot of, there was a lot of backlash to it because kind of like you were saying, people were like losing their gore because 
Twitch before that point was just a gaming platform. And I still think it is a right. predominantly gaming platform. And I people mean, were that, like, that would be accurate. Yeah. And it, it's kind of, it, it kind of, you know, it's like the whole like stupid booby streamer argument of like, they're still in my views. And it's just like, well, they're, they're just choosing to watch something else over you. It's not really like, where do you think yeah, they were going to so watch you anyways? Like, let's sit, let's sit on that for a second, because I, I think that is a major misconception. Like I forget, I was talking to a friend the other day, uh, about this because they were they 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 didn't know a ton about streaming but they did say something about twitch they literally said and this is the first time i'd ever heard anybody say (laughs) it It was just like should i even like because all my the the students i know because they work in in student ministry and they said it was just like the students i know like they they're on twitch but i don't know how i feel about it because i hear that there's just a bunch of and they said themselves as though it was like a branded thing in their mind there's a bunch of booby streamers on there and i'm like Oh wow! This yeah. is the first like non-Twitch person I've ever heard say such that a, Twitch can be known for booby streamers. It's such a big misconception, and it's it's because of what the media, or I don't want to say the media, but what gets reported on. Um, right. and it's 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 so silly to me because I mean, sure, there are these p- women who you know stream with a camera directly at the chest. This sure. is a very misrepresented category of women on Twitch, and sure. it's yeah, also it it's also like. If that's what they're doing, like, as long as they're not breaking any, like, TOS violations, like, yeah. I, it, it shouldn't matter to anyone because yeah. most but of the people the- that are there watching, you know, that for that reason aren't going to be watching other people. So that's, yeah. And that's what I was going to say, too. So first, first and foremost, do, do I support it? No. But the thing is, what rules are, I don't, I didn't make the rules. Exactly. If you're going, if you're going to get mad because of your opinion of certain things, then you have to realize that it is your opinion. You're not basing it on a objective like violations that Twitch has set before us and then they're not adhering to it. Yeah. Uh, there are some some kind of gray areas that I think that's where people are a little bit up in arms about. It's just like, well, Twitch said this and you did this and you didn't do what you said you were going to do. And I I can empathize with that, but but at least on the broad stroke of people having content that you think is vulgar personally, but... And, and lewd and not tasteful like as long as they're not violating content i don't know that it's really our place to say anything about it but other than that i'll say too that like in a lot of cases and it's just like in culture too is just that the loudest voice tends to be the one that we talk about the most yeah so if if you know that is what people tend to have an offense at it tends to be the thing that becomes the topic of the conversation. And then unfortunately it becomes the face of what the platform is. Well, and and we which, were talking about how that's not really what is true. It's and it's true. just like when Ninja was on Twitch, everyone, if you, if you mentioned, Oh yeah, I stream video games. They're like, Oh, like Ninja. Well, <laughs> right, no. right, right. But sure. That's that. If that's what you want to point to, that's going to be the only way you know about Twitch or streaming in general. Yeah. Sure. We can talk about that. But, and, and this is the same thing. It's like, that's the only thing you've ever known, you know, that's going to be your, your viewpoint of this, this right. item. And it's just like, it's totally misrepresented, uh, in, in, in the, in the culture. And again, yeah. it's just, it's because it has the, one of the largest outroars for whatever reason. I'm just yeah. like, <laughs> but, yeah. And you, we're talking about this strictly, obviously just in, in the progress of, of what's going on with Twitch and how we've, we've kind of developed and different things like that. I mean, I think that you you have a better perspective than I do, just as a broad stroke about where things were, what people were freaking out about, you know, two or three years ago, what they're freaking out about now, yeah, and and kind of where things are leading now. Um, but I don't know. I mean, do you, do you have just anything else to at least say about the the relevance of how Mixer shutdown may affect Twitch oh, particularly? Definitely. Uh, so, I mean, Mixer shutting down is it's huge because a lot of people left twitch to go to mixer for i mean for good reasons not like i mean there's a ton of reasons people left twitch a lot of people left twitch because they didn't like twitch's unfair uh policy enforcement and you kind of touched on that previously but there's definitely twitch plays favorites with things and you know us being affiliates we're not going to see that that aspect of it because we're the we're the bottom tier of people like I don't think affiliates get treated differently, but there are certain partners who have, and there's pretty good evidence that they get treated differently um, because they break TOS and then, you know, they don't get, they don't, they, they get like slaps, slaps on the hand. Whereas 
you know, smaller partners who are still partners. Yeah. And they sign the same exact agreement, but they make much less money. They they break a much more minor violation, or it's their first violation, and they get insta banned. And and then I'm not talking about like severe things. Um, but there are, and I, I don't I don't have a specific instance for you guys, and I don't want to say any anyone specific names, but there are instances where Twitch has been very uh, favored in how they treat certain people. But with Mixer, people have left, you know, Twitch because of that reason. They have also left because Twitch is a very oversaturated platform. It's it's the biggest platform with the most viewers, but it's also very oversaturated with its number of streamers. So people left to go to Mixer because, you know, with it being a newer platform, you the potential for growth is a, is different. There are less viewers, but there's also way less people streaming. So right. you potentially can grab those a more a bigger portion of those viewers to to your community. Um, sure. And you know, and people saw major success on Mixer, and Mixer was a cool platform. I, it, you know, I didn't watch it a whole ton, but I, I, I liked how it felt. It, it felt more homely, if that makes sense. Like Twitch, is that just sheerly based on your, I mean, I, the I feel close like, knitness of the fact that um, Mixer has. I'm trying to figure out how you break down homely so into a digital, <laughs> a digital space. That's a good. I, I guess it was just a nicer place to be. You found a lot less trolls on on Mixer. Um, people were just a lot more genuinely nice to you. Like, and I, I probably only visited maybe 20 streams on Mixer, but sure. I never saw like, I never saw people on Mixer complaining about getting constant trolling or stuff like that. They were always, you know, I, I'm, I'm again, kind of just repeating what they were saying, but like, you know, just how nice people were on Mixer and how it just felt much different than, than Twitch. So sure. Mixer had something good going for it. Well, I think, and, and you said you had a theory on this, and you can tell me if this is what you think it is. A lot of people believe Mixer shut down because that report came out where that higher up said that they they were like referring to their their uh, partners or streamers as slaves. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, so a little bit on that. Um, the concept of thought on it, right, is that okay? Face Facebook bought Mixer, yeah. right? Um, whenever you have a, a company liquidation or especially like something as he heavily invested in as Mixer, where, you know, they literally, which we'll talk about in a second, they bought a couple heavy handed streamers along with some smaller ones with high ticket prices against mm -hmm. them. Uh, and they're going through this whole company liquidation process, which takes months, uh, sometimes, you know, years, but obviously Mixer in the case for them, it, you know, they don't have necessarily tremendous assets that we know about publicly outside of what they publicly can tell us. But the fact that it was just like something came out about Mixer that could be publicly viewed as like a huge negative PR position and just with a snap of a finger, all of a sudden now Mixer's done and Facebook gaming's in and they've got a rollout plan to offload people immediately. Now, um, correct me if my timeline is wrong. I believe that that stuff about Mixer came out and then and then like either the next day or yeah. a couple of days later is when they announced that they were selling to Facebook. Yeah, I think I I, I, I want to say it was less than 48 hours. I think, yeah, I could, could if I had to guess, that. I think Facebook saw an opportunity and probably had some insider knowledge, well, not insider knowledge, but like, you know, industry knowledge that Mixer was not going to stick around. And I think that's when the buyout happened. Well, I so so you're you're putting in a different position. And all this is conjecture too, yes, by the way. Like yeah, we, we don't know. <laughs> we totally don't have it. I I think that there was a transition already working through. That and that and that's of, that's probably that's probably true because I feel like these probably do take weeks to like lay out. So you're probably yeah. Right. I mean, I feel like it was already laid out, and there were some legal pieces and stuff that they were working through to finalize it, and then they were like oh my gosh, yeah. we're about to literally have to backpedal this whole process or we could get it done overnight and be good. And yeah. so that that was what happened. So I don't know. Again, all conjecture. We don't know anything. So all, all I mean to say is that it is, it is very peculiar how quick these these jabs got handled and how people went down. But well, back um, to your original question, what does that mean for the future of Twitch? <laughs> yeah, no. So let me, let me say this. Like, and you know, I don't think I can get in trouble with saying this, right? Like, um, not. you know, I, I grew up not necessarily watching Twitch. I, I mean, I, in the majority of us that might be listening to this, especially if you're within uh, Ryan and I's range where it's like, you know, 30 to 35 or whatever, you fall right in the spot where we actually lived through 
YouTube beginning yeah. and, and watching it start and seeing what it has now become. I remember the um, internet before YouTube. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. And, and so like when we actually like think about that, um, I appreciate YouTube probably, uh, and I, maybe I think some of us take it for granted how like absolutely fantastic of a, of a platform it is. Um, like the algorithmic structure of how you get recommended things, I think is, it's fantastic. Uh, the fact that you can jump from one channel to another and find very similar content that cool. appeals to your viewership interests. Everything's on YouTube. Yeah. Well, everything's on YouTube, which, which kind of like, uh, it has value and has, when you say that, you mean content categories. Is that what you yeah, mean? Yeah. Like if you want to okay. watch a video about something, it is most likely on YouTube. Oh, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? I like, will say that the majority of what I, I, I know in my career and what I've been able to do, even if it comes from just like streamer education and things like that, learning how to do different things, it's all YouTube derived. Now, where I'm getting at with all of this is that like, I appreciate YouTube as a platform where I think um, there is some major benefit and business smarts if you're if you're up and coming streamer or even just as a as a viewer in some ways it's it's cool to have places to that are different to go to yes. for different reasons um but i'll say and this this will i'll bring this up again later i would not be surprised if something major happens where uh Twitch has this major bomb out and YouTube ends up being on top. Uh, I don't know that I've learned anything based on the things that we've talked about so far to see that to have happen. I just have this weird feeling. And, and when we have a couple additional conversations that are different things that we're going to hit on in the stream, I'll kind of bring that back up again. But I, I think the future of Twitch is, is bright for what we can understand right now. Um, okay. I think people use it in the right way. I think that unless they start to actually realize that, hey, maybe while we're the king of the hill, we actually need to innovate some stuff that we have, like the algorithmic structure that, that YouTube has. I think that that is, would be super wise of them to do, even though they've publicly said that they don't, or not publicly, they've, they've told some mouthpieces of streamer communities that it's not necessarily something on their radar to work on currently um so i don't know i don't know but i i all i mean to say is that youtube is a is a giant and i oh think yeah. the, the giant will only get bigger the more of these platforms don't begin to innovate i guess is what i mean to say well it's weird because twitch has had such a monopoly on streaming for such a long time and then youtube has made gains in the past two years oh, yeah. like big gains um I know it's weird. A lot, I think a lot of YouTube streamers for at first were, were I say foreign, but they weren't English speaking streamers. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right. right. Um, they're foreign to us, but um, it, it, the, the, the communities were really big on it, especially for Spanish speaking communities. I feel, um, yeah, I know a lot of streamers that I would, that, that were big on YouTube were big Spanish speaking people. Um, yeah, I think there's a, I, I could be wrong. They're either from New Zealand or Australian. I can't remember. There's a, there's a huge, uh, community i believe australian okay uh on youtube particularly um i think you know ninja even when uh he which will we're probably going to segue to pretty quickly here is that uh ninja did that one stream that mm -hmm. everybody's been talking about where it's just like he just randomly clicked live on his youtube channel that has you know billions of subscribers to it uh and did it without without any partnership without anything nope. uh relating to it he just did it and he made a joke in his stream about how uh, all the, the, I think he said all the Aussies are going to get mad at me for being on their platform. Like you shouldn't be here. Like you, like uh, <laughs> I did not know that. You know, That's awesome. Yeah. And so I think that, that there is a, a great awakening <laughs> to be brought yes. about where YouTube is going to have just this, you know, the dam is going to break. Well, YouTube and, as a website yeah. is already bigger than, than Twitch. I mean, you well, yeah, uh, but so I mean, it's Google backed and, and it has more of a history of, yeah, of, of archiving videos. And I mean, yeah, it's, well, and I mean, it makes complete sense. It's, it's funny because when Mixer shut down, they were all the Mixer partners, I think were offered partnerships on Facebook gaming. Um, yep. I know a couple people that took it, one of them being King of Fallion, the great streamer, you guys should check him out. 
but for me like i will likely never watch a stream on facebook because i'm just like first of all it's hard to find like dude i I don't know if you ever tried to go into facebook gaming it is a i have yeah nightmare um and it's weird too i'll say that like there is there is some like entry level difficulty uh when you're whenever you're going from so we're obviously like we've said we're native to twitch there's a lot of twitch jargon and a lot of twitch support concepts that we understand there going to youtube like i kind of i understand and get that they also have uh like the same types of support structures they have for youtube they also have for just um, for youtube streamers they also have for uh just youtube partners in general like people that are uh, able to monetize and things like that they have the members structure um so there's there's a lot of like cross compatibility between a standard youtuber and a a youtube streamer whereas facebook gaming is just this whole messy disgusting visually unappealing (laughs) way of going about it and they still have a lot of like the the facebook flavor to it yeah whereas i think that Twitch has done a great job of blending and allowing for streamers to blend uh, their visual like creativity into emotes, badges, and those types of things. Whereas I don't really, I don't, at least I don't, I could be wrong. I could be completely blasting Facebook in, inappropriately so, but it doesn't look to me like they've given that that level of customizability customizability to that's probably not even the word that i need no, to, you're to, trying to say yeah yeah it just doesn't look right whereas youtube has a uniform look facebook look just just looks ugly um yeah just I, being honest I, not a fan of it um now you mentioned ninja and then there's another streamer shroud who are right probably yeah. the two biggest streamers <laughs> those those people like tim the tap man and doc the dr disrespect that hang um, with them yeah like all these people, these are huge names in streaming. Um, Ninja and Shroud both were on Mixer. They both got deals. They both got payouts when um, it shut down. We yep. have only we've heard from Ninja minimally. He did that one stream that you mentioned, which was no correlation to YouTube. I think he just went live. I mean, you can theorize all you want about it, but it was just a for fun stream, I, you know, whatever. Sure. Um, and- yeah, and I'll, I'll I'll say some things about that in a second, but yeah, and you were gonna say something about Shroud, right? And then Shroud, we have I, I dude, I checked his tw- uh, Twitch the or not Twitch his Twitter the other day. He has not tweeted since June twenty second, I believe. It's something crazy sure. like that. So it's been over a month, and I'm like, obviously he's just taking a vacation, and <laughs> I mean, yeah, and he's probably also working behind the scenes of like trying to figure out what his next move is because he didn't have the most amicable. Uh, neither of them had amicable. Uh, departures from twitch because i mean twitch isn't the best with um their relations sometimes yeah it's like Like, yeah the the, uh bedside manner of of leaving like working with their people and it's i don't know it's so i'm i would be if i had to bet ninja will go to youtube shroud will also go to youtube um now there's been theories that there's a new platform starting. That would be insane to see. Um, I mean, we we're gonna talk about Brime in a moment, but <laughs> I I don't yeah. think I don't think it's real. But um, yeah, I I just there's a lot of there's a lot of things in the air right now. It's weird because we're you said at the beginning of the podcast that we're in this weird state right now of of Twitch and streaming. It's so weird that Ninja and Shroud aren't aren't like actively streaming right now, and it feels it feels different because like I'm yeah. s- I'm so used to like seeing like them like tweeting and retweeting things like daily, uh, or just getting like highlights from their stream and you know because I I would always check them out at least once every other day because they just they're really good players and they post like sick yeah, clips sure. and stuff like that. But it's it's a weird time right now. Um, I. I don't. If a new platform came around, came about that Ninja and Shroud were both on, it would be, it would have to be something really solid for people to want to leave Twitch. I think because you mentioned yeah. Twitch has like Twitch. It, if anything, has amenities you know galore. You have yeah. you, it's, it's one. It's super easy to become an affiliate, which gets you um, at least one emote slot. More if you get more subs. Um, you get sub badges. You get um bit badges you have the ability to make money monetize your stream easier and it's yeah 
I don't know. I will say the Twitch UI has gotten worse over time. It used yes. to it used to be way better, but it's they. Just, I, I yeah, I do remember when it was actually better because I mean I mean we looked at I think we looked at like from way back when I forget we did the the follow age for me and I think like seven years some change ago was when oh yeah that was when that's actually funny because that was when i streamed not to be a streamer but just so you guys could watch my magic the gathering game yeah 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 yeah, exactly i mean okay so so a handful of things like you definitely like sped through what could have been a good handful of conversations that would be had there so brian any of these other uh thoughts i think the problem with them and why they're not going to get a big streamer is is they're they seem to be a startup from for all intents and purposes i don't think that they're going to get any big streamers if anything they're going to get a bunch of people that are interested in being a part of something new for the sake of discoverability so if anything goes their way it's only going to be that i don't think they can afford people like ninja shroud and the like now Um, now i I will say there is a possibility that they get some mid-sized people um if they have if if they have a solid platform because there are some things that people want to do on Twitch that isn't aren't possible that I've just, you know, people have expressed. I, I can't pinpoint any one person or thing. But sure. also people a lot of people just don't like Twitch for, you know, reasons. <laughs> um but yeah, uh Brime, man, they've Brime has been weird. I remember the when they when they there was that one weekend where Doc got banned and yeah. it was like it was the craziest weekend because it's like there's a new platform coming. There's like all these theories. <laughs> it was like, dude. And it, you know, can I just say too? I don't know that the the response and the public like craze would have been nearly as bad if we were not in this like no, lockdown quarantine no. situation. People are just like going through cabin fever, literally just getting <laughs> yeah. this. They're like they're just scratching their skin, mm-hmm. like sitting in a corner with their you know legs pulled into their chest, and they're just like the doc's going to Brian. I'm like, I don't. <laughs> what the? Like, are you serious right now? Well, what's yeah. crazy is Brian created an account out of nowhere. They have yeah. this like pseudo website sign up thing going on. And like, dude, they got like a hundred thousand followers in like a day. Oh, yeah. No, I watched it go down. It was it's not a joke. Like it's, it was pretty it's intense. nuts, man. I mean, now I could be wrong and like the you know, because I mean, they've followed and had followed back from like pretty big streamers because they were only following like six people and it was like Doc, Shroud, Ninja, uh, <laughs> Tim the Tatman, Dr. Lupo, and a few other yeah. people, and I'm just like yeah, uh, if all these people are following them back, it's like it make it. You can you can only want to connect the dots in this crazy right. way where it's like, of course, it's all coming it's, together. This is it. But yeah, the revolution is here. I the don't, British are coming. I don't know. I think I think what you said is right. If it's one, if it's real, if it's even a thing other than just like a joke. Um, yeah, because like I will say the other day, their Twitch account got deactivated. Like they deactivated, not like banned. They deactivated it for like an hour. And huh. I don't know if it was like they were just going to be done with like this, this, uh, this whole thing they're running or if they, they maybe just hit a button. I don't know. But yeah, I think it's, I don't know, man. I'm like 50 50 on it being either a joke or it being real. And then if it is real, 50 50 on it being what you said, where it's like, yes, it's going to be like a startup joint or maybe they're just like, They've got some like angel investor that is like going right, to bring yeah. over these it's gonna people. It's going to full send the whole thing because they want to murder Twitch or something. I don't know. And but, yeah. I, I want to say uh, I was in someone's stream recently, uh, Lance with two L's. This guy pointed out something that I thought was actually really interesting. He pointed out Mixer buying Ninja and Shroud was such a bad move. And the way I thought about it was, have you seen the movie Moneyball? I have, yes. Yeah. So in the if you guys aren't familiar with the movie Moneyball or just the concept of how that worked, it was it's a movie about baseball and they they lost a really good player. So Mixer, you know, didn't have any really big streamers, so they they wanted to buy a really big streamer to bring over a lot of viewers. But the mm-hmm. problem with that is when you buy the streamer, you don't necessarily buy all of their viewers. Ninja went from having 50,000 concurrent viewers on Twitch to having like 5 to 10 on Mixer. Um yeah. so those 40,000 people didn't follow him over. Because they just, I mean, like me personally, like I didn't, I wouldn't go to Mixer to watch someone unless it was like a really close friend 
But even then, most of the time, I'm like, I just want to stay on Twitch. Right. What they should have done is bought a much, like, much smaller communities that were, like, you know. Yeah, just a bunch of them. Take that dollar count and just, yeah. like. You would be able yeah. to, like, spread. Like, because they gave Ninja, like, $50 million or some crap. And it's just, like. Yeah, it's. Dude, you could have. You could have gotten so many more people over. And you could have. You could have. What you could have done is, like, given these smaller streamers a chance to you know, kind of make a living, a small living, yeah. not nothing like crazy, you know, they would still have to get donations and stuff, but yeah, give them like a small deal and they're going to bring over their people and they're going to foster this community and then they're going to grow rather than yeah. trying to buy Ninja and Shroud. Like it, it just felt weird. It would, they were trying to buy viewers the wrong way. And yeah. And that's so, that's an interesting thought is that like, uh, the, the goal is to buy the viewers and not the streamer because that's really what you're doing when you buy yeah. streamers. I mean, uh, you need, yeah, you 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 shoot for the middle, like, yeah. And I think that that I think that's an interesting thought process for sure. And I think that to be very very transparent, it's just like I think that um, that will be how YouTube wins because right now, and and we we totally probably need to scoot on to another topic but the the biggest thing is that i've i've read and seen more information to prove that uh being a small streamer though twitch is not formidable when it comes to promotion and and discoverability it is the best place to help monetize and make profit as a small streamer for that platform to go to youtube is like to just jump into an open ocean without knowing how to swim yeah. So, yeah. So that's that's the biggest issue. But if, however, YouTube can figure out a way to do exactly what you're saying, or Prime, or whatever, figure out a way to to have a, a platform bleed from the middle, that's when that Moneyball concept comes into play. And I think that you do a great job at at having your your platform grow and sustain. Because also too, it's the same concept in investing, right? You diversify your investments so you can continue to have a steady income Definitely. regardless. Well, in this way, it's like diversifying your streamers, right? Like when Ninja and Shroud don't land or stick well enough to keep your platform afloat, what do you what do? You, do? you can't do anything. Yeah. So, I mean, you get to the point where, uh, you know, that, that middle of the road grabbing the most bang for your buck to have the highest varying investment of streamers would be the best bet so yeah i don't know and um i want to touch on something you mentioned you said you said the situation right now is you know kind of what causes people have cabin fever you're referring yeah. to obviously to it being you know everyone everything being shut down and we're, we're kind of quarantined sure. with covid um i think covid has actually been a good thing for twitch not not yeah. overall but for Twitch, it has actually been a very good thing. Or just streaming in general. More people sure. are at home. They are, have a lot more free time. And obviously, they need to entertain themselves. So, people have turned yeah. to either... I mean, it's crazy, man. Uh, Elgato... I know, I know Elgato mics <laughs> and, like, green screens. Uh, you capture cards. So, yeah. The freaking Elgato craze, man. People <laughs> literally buying out every single like yeah. cam link that you can get to upcharge them by almost 400 percent on uh ebay and aftermarket sites i'm just like oh, okay this well is- it's be and and what it is is because it's not just streamers starting up people who are having oh, to work no, no, from no. home they have yeah. to have like cameras and stuff set up so like you know these corporations that are working from home they have to have ways to make content still like you know if they're if we're, right. or if they're a marketing place it's like oh we now have to do this at home so how do how do we accomplish that yeah and obviously elgato having cam links and things like that is right. just a great resource um it is but and that, i know and so like i'll tell you like being on, on like i don't want to say corporate but just like from the work structure side of things that's 100 percent what it was like yeah. if i if i did not have this experience running things like obs we would have for sure had some major issues with where i work because it ended up like I came in there and we ended up having to have a crash course on like setting up sources and how to run. <laughs> I was just like, <laughs> why on earth am I having to teach you guys? You should know this, but whatever, yeah. let's go ahead and do it. But, but yeah, exactly right. I couldn't agree more. It's not just streaming that ruined all the supply and demand. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's things. not, but it has, it has seen a significant effect because a lot more people have either, either started up a stream or they started streaming more things like that. I mean, me personally, COVID has, you know, not affected me in a negative way for my stream. Sure. I've gotten to work from home, so I've been able to do my job plus, you know, make content and like edit videos and stuff while I'm at home. Yeah. 
So that's been really nice. Uh, it, if you have a work from home job and you're a content creator, it's probably either really Best bad for you, you or have, yeah. ideal for you because yeah, 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 you can get distracted really easily if you're if you're working from home. <laughs> but if you yeah. if you're able to separate the two and you know stay on point at your job, then it's a it's a blessing because you know in your downtime at work you can just reach over to your yeah. other computer and be like, oh, I'll do this other thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. With but, me, I've I've actually been in, in like the other side of things. I try my best, try my best to not be around my computer that I make all the stuff on because because with work related stuff, there's been some work from home capability. But I'm just like I need to not be near my computer because I'm going to just start editing, yeah, like clip clipping down <laughs> stuff. And so I'm just like, no, can't do that. Yeah, yeah. So, we, and I think your job is a little bit different than mine, um, the way they function. So that's probably why. Um, I won't yeah. go into detail, but yeah. Um, (laughs) but no, COVID, COVID has done weird things, man. Um, it's, I think it's opened people up to Twitch in general. Like I know I I can't give you an exact number, but there's gotta be at least a couple thousand people that have turned to streaming, uh, as a viewer just to fill their time. Because, you know, you can only watch Netflix and Hulu so many, there's so much that you care about on that. So yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, it's interesting. Yeah. I also think that, uh, you know, I'm I'm not calling out any one group of people or person in particular, but I do feel like there's been this like weird correlation of, okay, I'm in quarantine. Okay, I'm going to do this streaming thing and we're going to yeah. go full send on it. And I'm just like, okay. I was even talking to somebody about this the other day. It's just like, I know, and I feel like you can maybe agree with this, just based on everything we've just said. It's just like, Working from home, being able to create more content, working from home, being able to invest a little bit more thought and process into doing different things when it comes to streaming. I think that the broad stroke of people uh, on Twitch have been singing maybe that same song. And I think what we're going to end up like running headfirst into is is if we turn back to some level of semblance of what life and, and reality and social living was like prior to COVID. The moment that we do that, I think you're going to see a lot of streamers that may have had I don't know. I don't want to say like successful, but at least it's more beneficial time or first outing on Twitch than most people prior to the the quarantine would have had. I think that you're going to see a drop off in viewers. You're going to see tons of people yep. stop streaming altogether because the the fire that they had when they started is not prevalent there anymore. Well, um, we kind of talked about this in our last podcast, but right when you have so many responsibilities and you have less time to stream, the what's the word the stress of streaming becomes higher so right. yeah when these people have to go back to work or they just have less you know at home time it's yeah. i definitely think it's definitely going to change the dynamic and how much they enjoy streaming or how oh, much yeah. they want to do it because it's just less accessible yeah and then you know and that's so to be clear though i i want to i want to put out there too because we said this in the last podcast too is just like we're not trying to say you know well, boo-hoo, you couldn't pull yourself no. together when things... We're literally just trying to say it's just like, you know, streaming itself is not necessarily going to be the right fit for every single individual. And sometimes life priority is going to cause it. But we're mostly just drawing a conclusion that because of the fact that all these factors have lined up, it's we're probably going to see a fallout uh, of, of people streaming yeah. uh, once all things kind of have Definitely. somewhat of a reset button hit. So, um, Something that... It's also kind of recent on Twitch that we, I think we both wanted to touch on this was uh, there's been a lot of not exposure, but a lot of people have come out recently about like their their uh, experiences with like sexual assault and things like that. Yeah. And it's been eye opening for me at least. Um, I I've. I, I personally don't have any any experience in that world, but I know plenty of women that do. And recently, especially in the Destiny community, but it's been it's been more than just the Destiny community. But I know a lot of people in the Destiny community have right. talked about this. There's been a lot of stories of just people who have, you know, come they've they've like shared their stories about their experiences with people in places of power or other you know big streamers again in a place of power. And it's, there's a question that it kind of brings up is like, should we be looking closer at people, these people that are in power? Because, you know, I, I think there may be a, uh, a stereotype or stigma for like streamers or like just people that are nerdy in general is that like, 
oh, they're not the type of person that would do something like that, maybe? Sure. You well, know? I mean, yeah. I, I see it from a lot of different angles, but I'll let you, I'll let you continue the so, thought, yeah. And, and I'm just saying this is maybe a possibility, but, like, it's like, man, it just makes you think, like, oh, yeah, like, all these people that are in power, like, it, almost each individual person that has been accused of these things, like, they have some type of power over the other people, you know, like they are either someone they look up to or they're, you know, an executive or a person that makes decisions, whatever it may be. Right. And it's just like, it's, it's just crazy to me because it's like, I I could never envision me being in that position and like trying to use that in that way. Cause it's like, that is like the worst thing ever. Um, And like, so the, the first thing I'll say, like, I don't want to say that um, we could have seen this coming, but in a lot of ways, like if you think about when we were younger, right, let's just, let's think about this. Cause I, I know that, uh, you know, we didn't grow up together necessarily, but a lot of like the, like we've had gamer dude friends yeah. and, and we, we did a lot of stuff together. It was a very like masculine centric group of people that we were with, right? We would be, you know, playing Halo 2 and doing whatever, hanging out with guys and it was majority of guys. And the worst part about it is when you get a bunch of teenage males that just sit in like an echo chamber of like, that girl's hot, this girl's that. And then like, you almost like inside of this gamer mentality of like never growing up mentally beyond that fact of womanizing people or women, obviously. and just kind of making a career out of what you subconsciously were like at that point. Yeah. And I could be being overly simplistic about the brain space that some of these, these people are in that these women are coming out saying stuff about like, but it seems to me like these men just have not grown up. Like they have not learned how to respect people as individuals. Yeah. And there's some very primitive, like, very immature growth that has taken place in their mind where they begun to condone their thinking and their thought process. Like you said, simply based on the influence and capability and power they have to do something. It's like, because now the governor plate is off. Like no one can tell me that what I'm doing is wrong because if they did, like I could easily squash that. I was was just about to say that exact word. You can because you have that power or because you have more people that listen to you, you, you know, I, I could definitely see that, you know, and it's kind of hard to try to get into that mentality of that person kind of, kind of feels weird, but yeah, really, yeah, it really is. Yeah. I, I think, yeah, I think it's because, you know, you have that power so you can, you know, that you can get away with it almost. And it's, and that's a very yeah. sick way to think of it, but it's like, yeah. Yeah. And, and you're, and you kind of mentioned something like, I think gaming for the longest time has been a slanted, slant, yeah, very slanted community yeah. when it comes to like, you know, uh, masculine versus feminine like type thing. And it, I think it's definitely coming back around to where we're hopefully leaning towards a more even Balance. balanced yeah. uh, area. Um, but I mean, you see, you see this, this imbalance every day. I mean, I see a lot of it on Twitter where, you know, women are posting these horrible things that people say to them just in chat. Like they're just like, they're like, ha ha, you're fat. And I'm just like, geez, man. Like, they're like, yeah, this is yeah. one of the 500 I got today. And it's just like, it's it, so, it, yeah. And the big thing that like, so I'm, I'm going to say this like as, as a father, right? Like, um, I can, I can tell you that a lot of people that are doing that in chat, just having worked with, with, you know, teenagers. Oh yeah, they're definitely kids. Student ministership. Oh yeah, they're for sure kids that have literally no concept of the like mental, like and emotional ramifications of what their words mean. A hundred percent. They haven't been they haven't been taught to know what on earth they're saying. And I wasn't and the even, worst part of it. I was I was say I wasn't even trying yeah. to get into like who's doing it more so that it's it's still slanted towards women oh, oh, in general. A hundred percent. But I, I guess what I'm meaning to say because I'm not going to just end there is just like. When we talk about, you know, how we should be examining others in the future of what it would look like to be in an online platform and kind of what this looks like is like men need to know how to educate younger men 
100%. how this whole conversation needs to go with other women and respecting individuals. And that doesn't mean that like, and, and I, I can already feel like the, well, that doesn't mean that like you go like over and above to like auto, like overcorrect the whole situation. No, it just means respecting individuals. Like, yeah. is, is it really that hard to like get down with the idea that getting in chat and like verbally, basically what if you said this in real life to a person in front of you, it would be considered verbally abusive. Yeah. But yet you do it in, in a in a chat form on to someone on Twitch and you think that this is like totally appropriate. Um, and it's kind of like this, the same thing yeah. with like these. I mean, and I mean, just like these idiots who like want to go around saying the N word online. And it's just like, yeah, I like you said, they don't understand the ramifications or they're not even necessarily always doing it to just be mean. They're just stupid, immature kids. Um, but I, I mean, kind of back to my original point, I was going to say, uh, yeah. like, I definitely think we need to be like examining, especially Twitch as a platform, because it's been a big issue on Twitch. Like, sure. uh, I know, I know, I know one of the biggest issues I've seen talked about are like the username creation. Like Twitch doesn't have the best, filters for their usernames um like you okay. can get a lot of like either racist or you know just messed up words in there You're really is, a lot of stuff right now I, I, I don't know anything about that yeah so like a lot of especially in and that, this is more so in the, the uh, black community is like you can get a lot of racist stuff in on twitch like on usernames to where uh -huh. you don't even have to type anything in chat or, you, or type type anything racist in chat. You just have to type something and then your name will pop up or you follow. Sure. A, lo there. a lot of a lot of problems is what just follows. But um, yeah, that's another thing that I think Twitch as a platform needs to look into is examining their, you know, their people in power. I mean, because even someone that works at Twitch in a very big way was accused uh, of something of sexual assault. Um, I'm pretty sure that's I don't know if it was sexual assault per se, but. Uh, but yeah, they were, they were accused. So it's like, they definitely need to do some big, uh, internal investigations. And yeah. I think just sure. making Twitch a better, safer place for people to, to want to be in. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, in general, like, I think Ryan, you and I both can agree that it's, we would say this about any company, anything that has, a, especially like a, a public, uh, responsibility to ensure the safety and well-being of like, I don't, I don't think that any one platform is above reproach on this. And Twitch certainly isn't. The only thing that seems to be uh, allowing Twitch to go on and on and on is that a lot of these pieces have, they have moderators and channels that kind of squash it temporarily. They yeah. do these different things that, that, that the community auto corrects a lot of what the misdoings and blinders that uh, Twitch could be putting on and it's like slapping a band-aid on a mortal wound it's really like and it just comes back to like what we were saying before this this among a lot of other things is the kind of stuff that if Twitch begins to actually consider the needs of its communities maybe you won't have people bleeding out of the side and going to YouTube because maybe they actually have a better user experience when it comes to not being harassed and when it comes to not feeling uh, you know like butchered to death because of your race because of your sex because of all these different things and i think that if twitch wants to be considered a respectable platform to both stream on and be a viewer in these are some real things that need to be discussed and worked through and i hate i hate to say it but just being like new to the platform and just looking at its history of what it's done about things like this it i i don't know that we have a historical precedent to feel very comfortable about what that looks like yeah, I agree. Um, it's and it's hard to say. Like, I think people are definitely fed up with Twitch in in many ways. One of them being kind of like what you were saying is like they just need to do better with certain things. Um, and that's why people will be like you, like you said, looking for maybe another platform. I don't know if they'll necessarily go to YouTube because. I, if it if I remember quickly, I don't know if YouTube's handing out like contracts like they probably should be, but I think it's just a matter of time. But yeah, yeah. I, oh, yeah. I 100 percent agree with that. I think once because like, I mean, Courage JD is the biggest YouTube person that I've seen leave Twitch and he's grown really well on YouTube. Um, Granted, I don't watch a lot of YouTube streamers. So, you know, if there's someone I missed, you guys can let me know. Uh, but he's the biggest one I know of. And 
I kind of said earlier, I think if there's not some new platform that Ninja and Shroud are like creating or looking to, they'll definitely go to YouTube. Um, Shroud may come back to Twitch, but Ninja's definitely not. Um, I thought I, and I, I meant to say this earlier, I thought I saw something about Shroud going to Twitch, but I, you're making me think that's not the case. So, I mean, okay. If, he, if, if they're in the air, they're in there. If If he did, I mean, I don't, I I would be. He hasn't surprised. done anything. Yeah, so yeah. yeah. It, but yeah. Um. I mean, Twitch did create that uh that safety council uh about like I don't know. What was this? I don't. It was prior to me even getting the picture. Like I no, it was on the, May 14th. It was pretty recent. What? That's when. That's I when. I didn't that's, think it was that recent. Yeah, that's uh, when Twitch okay. the, Twitch created the safety council. And the reason I know about it is because there was a lot of like controversy right after it it's just that and the reason you probably think it was so long ago is because hashtag covid like time (laughs) it makes everything feel longer yeah it's just like (laughs) oh yeah that was like last year right no dude that was yesterday it's like yeah 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 um but one of the biggest people that um that is on that safety council that i actually highly respect is co carnage okay i'm not sure if you know who he is He's, I don't. Yeah, he's like one of the biggest streamers on uh, on Twitch. He's actually going to be in Cyberpunk the game. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, that's, it's, that's super sick. It's so that's sick. funny how you go. I don't know if you know him, and then I say no, and you're like, well, he's one of the biggest streamers on well, Twitch, and he's <laughs> like, it's, it's well because earlier yeah. I I feel bad because earlier I mentioned some names, and I'm like, Co is actually really big, and he's like really respected in the community. Um, yeah, and he, no, he's a he's a great guy, but there was just there was some some drama that. Uh, certain people on this council have like said some like questionable things about like you know they can just do and say whatever they want that yeah. you know they're on this council so Twitch isn't going to ban them. I'm just like this kind of just leads back <laughs> to the whole you know why isn't Twitch banning them? I'm like I would instantly right. ban them. Like what? Yeah. Um, and it's yeah, and just from the helicopter view of things that I have with seeing different people that are on the Twitch council and having, you know, people cycle clips of people across Twitter of some of the people that are on there literally saying, it's just like, you should be, you should be kinder to me. If you could, if you knew the things I could do to your channel and the things I could ruin your like streaming career with, you want to be, you know, all this stuff, you should really reconsider what you say. And it's like, you know, anecdotally speaking, it doesn't seem like the people that they're threatening with their power have done anything like excruciatingly warranting of them being that way. But it is kind of just like, what is Twitch doing by one picking up people that apparently are in the headspace that think they can say that just haphazardly. Um, And then two, it's just like, what are the like guidelines? Do, do, like, you know what I'm saying? It's just like, yes. if if we were to recruit somebody for something called the Twitch Safety Council, <laughs> like if, if we ha- if you and I had the ability to do that, we would like, I'm pretty sure we both would be smart enough to like set in there among the things that you have responsibilities and capable capabilities for when you communicate your role and authority, realize you don't abuse it by and then have this list of things that you do and don't say when it comes to like other streamer engagement i don't know but that's just me no i mean i think you're right like it's like one of the rules should be don't threaten people because that that is the direct antithesis of safety (laughs) yeah (laughs) but i mean it just that's just sensible yeah it uh, and that's what kills me man is like we kind of talked about people in power and them abusing their power this is a different abuse but it's you know again it's like you were put in a position of power and now you want to abuse it. And it's like, you're kind of defeating the whole purpose of you and yeah. being on this council. Right. Um, so yeah, it's yeah. It, and the whole saying of like power corrupts, absolute power corrupts. Absolutely. It's kind of just like the more we scale up this chain and this, this sounds super cynical. It's just like whenever somebody gets into a, a position that's leveraged above others, whether it's power in communities, power in, literal platform allowance it's just like we just see it's either you're doing something bad and we know about it or you're doing something bad and you just haven't been caught yet yes and 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 that's the way that people are starting to view um male streamers they're starting to view people that are on you know and talking about it again it's just like the loudest voice is the one that we know about the people that we know about on this twitch safety council 
are the ones that have been making the loudest noise and seem to be making the biggest stink. But that doesn't necessarily mean that they're all bad and the no. intention of the council was not good. Yeah. It just seems to be that this is we're just getting the tailpipe of what was offered. And exactly. that's just how it is. And, when yeah. I, and, and, it, and that's what and kind of what you're saying. I, I will want to say personally that I think overall this is a good idea and it was a good implementation. Most sure. of the other people that I've seen on the council have been gr- good people. They've seen to. Right you know, want to foster a safer community, um, especially from Co. I mean, I've, I've hung on his stream quite a bit and he seems to have, he, he has helped me better create guidelines for what I want my stream to be and what, what, what I want it to look like uh, as far as inclusiveness and, you know, people feeling safe to have a place to come hang out. Um, it's, and that's what overall Twitch should be is that it's, I mean, me and you have played magic. I mean, that's, it's kind of right. the same thing. It's like, there are these people who feel like outcasts, so they, you know, and they, they have this interest and they, if you want to go pursue this interest and then, you know, you're outcasts within that community, it's like, you're going to feel yeah. double bad. It's like you're already outcasted yeah, you by go? most of society. You shouldn't feel that way in, in, a, in, a, in a community that uh, commends itself on being inclusive. So, yeah, I think 100%. I mean, and like I said, this, this safety council was just created in May, which again it feels like it's been forever but you know it's not even a year old so yeah things just take time and hopefully i think twitch can make progress and they can make the right moves to better create those uh even though i hate the word safe spaces but better create (laughs) the point is yeah yeah i think it's because people like use it wrong but yeah better create a safe space on twitch uh for people to come you know want to be welcomed yeah, but we'll no, see. That's true. And I, yeah, and I think between all this stuff, I think that uh, the biggest part of this to mention is just like I don't think that no matter what happens with any of these things, good, bad, ugly, I think that uh, Twitch is not uh, necessarily going to stop people from doing what they're doing. On Twitch, like I yeah, think it's Twitch, it's impossible Twitch to falls, moderate everything. Yeah. So. Um, and yeah but i mean yeah so that's a that's a pretty hot take on just everything that's going on right now and obviously there's a ton of this stuff that we could have just hammered on for a long period of time and yeah um know, man so one thing i do want to say is yeah youtube we, we kind of mentioned this about their their potential they yeah. They are in a unique space right now where I think they really could, if they ramp it up, they could really put pressure on Twitch. And I think that's what Twitch needs. It's because, see, yeah. Twitch has had a monopoly, like I mentioned all this time. They so need competition, man. Exactly. Yeah. Competition breeds, uh, what's the, what is it? Competition breeds. Excellence, I think. I don't know. What is it? I thought it was excellence, but wait, hold on. It's something <laughs> we like that. We can figure this out. Oh, yeah. yeah. Google, yeah. Comp. Yeah. <laughs> competition breeds innovation. That's the word. Innovation? Look at that. And excellence was the next result, though. So it's, Ford, it's Ford probably both. Ferrari. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but no, it breeds innovation. So when Twitch sees that, hey, YouTube's doing things that, you know, people are liking more, we need to step our game up. That'll be what does it. Because, I mean, I don't, I don't want to say Twitch doesn't care if it, if it doesn't lose the money, but they are a business. So, yeah. I will say they will look at it a lot harsher if it affects their pocketbook. Oh, well, I mean, yeah, as as, as every business, business does. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, I don't know, man. I, I I've said it before. Uh, you know, I I think that with you know you you and I come at come at the you know I think that I don't know how I'm going to say what I'm meaning to say. I think that I am wanting to take a harsh like transition to making sure that I'm creating streaming and uh you know video content that is like well-rounded and not necessarily cross-compatible but is all a part of you know what myself my family and my wife do kind of from like a content creation perspective whereas like i feel like if twitch dumped and we just went to straight youtube and i was making like traditional youtube content as far as like you know videos and things like that alongside streaming i would be a happy camper whereas uh i wouldn't be surprised if because of the the blending of those things so clearly uh even if twitch collapsed i think there would be a twitch equivalent that pops up that oh, presents easily. itself as a dominant yeah. streaming platform and 
you know, as long as YouTube would have a strong footing, I think I would be, I'd be happy to make that transition at some point in time. But for now, Twitch is, Twitch is the, the, you know, king of the hill. And I think that's where I'll stay for the obvious future because I don't think it's a safe call to go anywhere <laughs> right now. Yeah. Unless you're, unless you are a established, established creator, like you're, you know, someone that can know you're going to get so many more viewers or so many viewers on YouTube. Yeah. I would, there's a reason to leave Twitch. Um, I yeah. would, I would be interested in seeing a new platform popping up. I mean, let's, let's say Brime Israel. I, I would maybe check it out, you know, like see what it's about. But, um, sure. yeah, it's, it's a, it's a weird time right now. Twitch is, Twitch needs something to challenge them and they need, uh, I think they just need to listen to their, their people more. And hopefully that's what the, twitch council will do so we'll see yeah yep exactly that seems to be the common theme yeah um, well guys hey thank you so much for checking out this this podcast this video if you're watching it too and uh you know we enjoyed talking through these couple things if you got any opinions on any of the things that uh, we talked about feel free to drop a comment in there we'd love to hear some of your feedback and your takes as well or you could just uh, shut we, up or you could just shut <laughs> no i'm just playing we'd love to hear it for real <laughs> Yeah, um, we'd love to hear. It. But hey, yeah, we got these things. When did they come out, My, Ryan? We dropped these things. What day of the week? Mondays, I believe. What? Mondays, Mondays. Yeah. Monday, Monday, Monday. Monday, Monday. Just Perfect. so you so, guys, yeah. you know, Mondays are pretty terrible for everyone. So we figured we'd make it a little worse. Just give you <laughs> our podcast. Give you this to. great upper of our podcast. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. But awesome. Guys, thanks for checking it out. We release these each Monday. Hope to see you on the next one. Catch love you guys. Later. Bye. Thank you.